Gitvah, hope you had an awesome Shabbos. So, as we mentioned, this past week we read about the giving of the Ten Commandments, arguably one of, if not the most significant moment in all world history, the experience of national revelation, the only such experience in human history, culminating in the receiving of a book that literally has infinite depth and has transformed the face of the world, is the bedrock of ethical and moral aspiration living to this very day, and also the basis of most of what we speak about on the podcast. So, given all that, I thought maybe we could spend a few days looking at very insights that we can pull out from the Ten Commandments themselves. Again, remember, we could spend a year on this, but we'll only touch on a few different points over the next couple of days. First, let's start off by saying that there are actually many commentaries, like the Abarbanel, a great Italian commentary of the 1400s, and others who say that what we've been taught in school, that there are Ten Commandments, is wrong. I mean, what? How could that be? I even saw the Cecil B. DeMille movie. He confirmed it's called the Ten Commandments. So hold on to your hat for this one. See, the Abarbanel says, in truth, there are only nine commandments. So which one didn't make the cut? I mean, and also creates a problem. It's lopsided. Five on one side, four on the other. So he goes on to explain, actually, that the first one, Anochi Hashem, I am Hashem your God, is actually not a commandment. How so? Well, the Abarbanel explains that we have always thought of as the first commandment isn't so much a command as much as establishing a foundation upon which the rest of the nine commandments make sense, and for that matter, the entire rest of the Torah. Meaning, listen, before you accept any piece of information or opinions, your first question should always be, but wait, who said it? And how do I know to trust them? And therefore, before giving over this eternal wisdom, which while great might also be challenging as we know, we want to know who's giving this information over and why should we trust them? And so the first line of the tablets actually reads, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, the house of bondage. In case you were wondering, A, who I am, and B, why should you trust me? Remember, I'm that God which you saw just figuratively airlift you out of your eternal slavery, using a whole bunch of cool tricks up my sleeves, and just a few weeks ago, finished off the Egyptians by the sea-splitting event. So before I give over to you my prized possession of wisdom, a book of life that will help guide you for thousands of years, let's just start with Anochi Hashem. Remember, you know who I am and how I'm always there for you. And more importantly, yes, the Jews getting out of Egypt had absolutely no doubt about it. But these words of Anochi Hashem are meant to be passed down for every generation so that you and I, as we read any and everything that the Torah has to say, the prerequisite is to remind ourselves that it isn't just some author, some person with a theory or an approach or the latest fad on their experience or wisdom. This is nothing short of God the one who created the entire world to begin with, the one who we know about that has been there for our people always. And once we have that deeply rooted, well then, now we can talk about the commandments. I mean, so in essence, the movie could have been called The Nine Commandments. And while I don't think Cecil's movie will be renamed, it is something worth thinking about when we hear the word Ten Commandments because it might just be, hey, remember, I'm the author and I'm there for you. And by the way, Here are the other nine commandments. And on that note, wishing you an awesome night. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.